Videos is brought to you by EXO Auto Works. EXO Auto Works is Colorado Springs' home of the $40 synthetic blend oil change. Call now, 719-375-3232, or visit exoautoworks.com to make your appointment. Enharmonic Studios. Enharmonic Studios is a hybrid digital analog facility designed to be quality and affordable to anyone who wants to make history. Call today, 719-963-2020, or go to facebook.com slash enharmonicstudios. Madrid Maintenance. Madrid Maintenance offers excellent handyman services in the Colorado Springs area, starting at just $35 an hour. You can reach them by phone at 719-963-2020 or online at facebook.com slash madridmaintenance. Trevor's Beard is brought to you by The Beard Struggle. The Beard Struggle is my go-to for beard hygiene and styling products. So you should click the link below and use the code TLANE15, that's TLANE15, for 15% off your order. The Toolbar, our new line of handmade soap produced in partnership with Crafts by Carolyn Lane, available on Etsy. This soap packs a punch of manly scent, like oak and fig, fresh cut lumber, cedar, and more masculine fragrances being developed all the time. With a soft touch of natural oils to cleanse and moisturize, use the link below to buy the Toolbar now. Once you try it, you'll never want to wash with anything else. And if I measure the voltage at the output, from EXO Auto Works, streaming all over the world, it's your weekly dose of toxic masculinity. With Eric Madrid and Trevor Lane. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another Thrills and Spills edition of Man Tools. Um, as you can see, we've got uh, Cutout Eric tonight, um, and I'm going to call him out on this because uh, he texted me <laughs> and said, Oh, shit, I forgot it's Thursday. <laughs> So there's no work comes first thing happening here. Uh, he just spaced it. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, that's what's happening. Um, that's all right. We've got uh, we've got some cool guests coming. Um, they'll be uh, they'll be I'll be bringing them in in just a minute. Um, <clears throat> of course want to do our normal uh how was your week I had a great week um my wife carolyn recently had uh yeah keys wow eric uh recently had um surgery on her achilles tendon so she has been like non-weight bearing on one leg for a month more than that two months almost two months um and finally today uh oh thank you michael happy veterans day yes you're welcome for my service uh <laughs> um but finally today she went to the doctor and the doctor said uh yeah you can start walking on a boot so uh that's awesome 
really happy about that. Um, it's been kind of a pain in the ass with uh, her rolling around on an e-scooter. And then, you know, we have like a three-level house. So anytime we want to go upstairs, it's, uh, it's a task. So I'm very pleased about that. Um, so that's that's been great. Uh, I am going to go ahead and bring in our guest with a parentheses S. Um, we're going to see... They, they, it's supposed to be two fellas, but they're, uh, geographically not co-located. So I've never done this before. We'll see if we can get them both in on Skype. Um, so I'm going to go ahead and start the, uh, the video call there. Of Skype's music. Hello, hello. Hello. Can you hear me? Uh, just barely. Just barely. Really. Um, let me see if I can do something about that. Uh, you know, I might. Yeah, now try. How's that? Uh, it's still kind of kind of low, but if you scream really loud. <laughs> should work <laughs> all right well uh we shall endeavor to persevere <laughs> all right so we've got uh enoch are you gonna are you gonna share video too or no Is he knock on? Oh, I'm sorry. I've got Sash. I, I'm sorry. Yeah. There we yeah, go. Oh, okay. I was sitting here going. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Are you going to share a video? Um, brother, I'm, I am literally on the road on a turnpike. Okay. So if I do that, no, 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 that's cool. Probably going to screw everything. I feel you. Um, we can, we can work with just audio. That's no problem. I'm actually just like holding, I, I ripped the mic off. I'm holding it by, you know, my right hand, my laptops, my left and the, I've glared at my entire family oh. today. <laughs> you will say nothing. All right, man. Well, uh, we've got uh, Sash from the, hopefully I pronounced this correctly, um, Broda Sattva. So, yeah, yeah. Um, it's, it's Sosh. Sosh, okay. Uh, the, yeah, I think I think you kind of, I butcher it constantly. That's why we, why we, All right, Enoch. Yeah, hey, Enoch. All right, I think I think I lost Soch when I brought you in. <laughs> uh <-oh. laughs> this is a uh, right on par with uh, our technical master. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. <laughs> Let's see. Yeah, he's gone. <laughs> I wasn't sure. It's really for the best. I wasn't sure I mean, how that would work. If you had a chance to talk to him, it's really for the best. <laughs> all right. Well, let me uh, let me pop you up on the screen here so we can all see your face. Cool.
I'll tell him to try to rejoin. Maybe that'll kick me off this time. I don't know. I don't either. There we go. <laughs> All right. Well, welcome to the show. Uh, <laughs> Enoch and maybe, maybe social come back. I don't know. Maybe so. Yeah. <laughs> I, I honestly had no idea how this would work. I've done it with zoom. Um, yeah. But Zoom charges you money to have more than one person. <laughs> they do, in fact. Yes. <laughs> so I got the. Um, it, it was actually unexpected. I wasn't expecting the guest to have another person, and um, they just popped on with another guy that was not co-located with them. And um, like yeah. forty minutes in, it gave me this warning and said, "But we'll give you one for free this time." And I'm like, "Oh, thank you." Uh, <laughs> oh, wow, wow. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. Woo. <laughs> yeah okay let me see if we can uh, merge the calls all right do we have sosh back sosh you with us buddy sosh sosh here buddy. all right cool sosh here I'm glad awesome. you, I'm glad the you Enoch, you're gonna be the face, man. That's so pretty. <laughs> face. <is> so... <laughs> yeah. Well, I brought Enoch. Why am I the only face seen? I am a little uh, I'm a little disconcerted. I brought uh don't be disconcerted. Man. I brought Enoch in um, and it dropped you, so uh <laughs> I this is brand new to all of us apparently. I've i I've never done um two two uh geographically uh separate users on a Skype call. So. Yeah, unfortunately, he's in Little Rock and I'm in Dallas. It was a little hard to get in a room together. I feel you. Yeah, I understand. <laughs> Te technically, I'm in, in between uh, Little Rock and Tulsa right now. Oh, wow. Yeah, baby. Keep your eyes on the road. <laughs> Be careful. Oh, oh, no, no. I'm not driving. I've got one hand on the laptop, one hand holding this gigantic microphone, bringing it to you hot and sexy. Well, uh, <laughs> welcome to the show, fellas. Um, hey. why don't we start by having, uh, one of you kind of tell us about your podcast and, uh, you know, a, a little bit about yourselves. Sure thing. Uh, yes. Uh, Enoch Daniel, social would bind. Uh, we have been friends for, uh, pretty much all of our adult lives and have spent most of those lives being terrible influences <laughs> on each other. Um, and a, a few years ago, we sort of, uh, both, uh, or collectively hit a wall and, uh, decided to, uh, try to be better influences on each other and, uh, try to become better men. And, uh, I don't know, call it midlife crisis, existential depression, uh, what have you. We've, uh, <laughs> have been trying to live better lives and become better men. And at some point we decided, man, we should, uh, we can't be the only ones out there. Let's, uh, let's, let's share this. And, uh, so thus was born the, the Brody Sattva podcast. Okay. So now we have the correct pronunciation. <laughs> yeah, it, it's, it's a made up word. So, you know, you, you could have been right. All right. No matter what. You yeah. Said. Cool. Yeah. Enoch, Enoch kind of went all Nietzsche on us. He was like, you know, current language doesn't work for me and my grand ideas so i'm just gonna make <laughs> it up well i it's an amalgam you know bro we're, we're a couple of bros from way back and uh bodhisattva bro. is like the uh, the old buddhist term for somebody on the path to enlightenment somebody trying to become a better person okay and i, I just sort of mashed them together and said Let, let's run with it well i i love uh i love the tagline from your show uh you know it says how can i become a better man uh enoch and sosh are on a mission 
and are inviting you along for the journey. Tune in for mindfulness, philosophy, mental health, connection, and dick jokes. Always, always <laughs> dick jokes. <laughs> always, always dick jokes. Yeah, yeah a lot of those, yes. In <laughs> fuego. Awesome. So Yeah, you know, it's been there's it's been like a twenty year argument over who has the bigger dick. Um <laughs> We have we haven't been quite able to settle it. We've come close at times. We, we at some point we decided we needed to invent a device for volume displacement, <laughs> so we could really nail it down. Because the, the 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 forever argument is length versus girth. You know, right? Yeah, as old as time. I, I would, would yes. I was about to say this, this is where I would pipe in and go. Yeah, and also ridge, <laughs> the ridge, <laughs> yeah, design. You know, I'm gonna go with that. <laughs> But yeah, so we've uh, we've sort of been on a journey on our own. Um, I have uh, spent some battles with uh, depression. Uh, Sosh uh, is uh, in recovery. Um, he hates that term, but I like to throw it out there. I hate uh, that term. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, and I, I've 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 battled depression probably like I don't know all my life, but yeah. Edith could Edith could speak to that as far as especially like in college, <laughs> coming oh, in God. around what was it, about one, two, three o'clock in the afternoon. And I'd go, uh, did I miss class again? Yeah, are you going to class? I'm like, man, it's over. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. So then at some point we uh, we started running with the podcast, which uh, afforded us opportunities to talk to people who might uh, have have shit figured out a little more than we do. And uh, hopefully share some inspiring stories to other people, give people some tools to, uh, I don't know, live a more full, meaningful life. Right. Yeah. That's kind of, that's kind of what we do is, uh, you know, we have a couple of our own little taglines like, um, remodel your life is is one we like to use. I saw that. I really like it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but we also wrap everything in a dick joke. So Excellent. We're fit right when in. I saw that, I was like, yeah, these guys, these guys are going to be cool. <laughs> but you guys are even cooler because you're actually like, I, I, I've watched some of your episodes. You're actually broadcasting from what looks like a body shop. Like, <laughs> well, yes, we, uh, we're at, um, I don't want to shatter anyone's fantasy. This is a green screen, but oh. we, <laughs> we are, oh, we are actually at a, uh, an auto shop, EXO auto works, um, is a, is a sponsor of the show and they very graciously when our previous spot kind of fell through um, said hey we got a room upstairs that's yours if you want it and so we took advantage oh, of that and they're, they're they've been uh, awesome. great great hosts for us so so y'all got like I don't know y'all got like a like a like five foot four dude who actually does like your you know production and stuff like knows what's going on behind the scenes no we have we have me and i have no idea what's going on <laughs> oh man that's that's familiar. my <laughs> i just want like a little banette or something in the back making everything just run smoothly and then we can always just make fun of them shut up yeah i i you know i looked into getting an intern um through yeah. the college and they have this class that seemed like it would fit right in. It's like new media, I believe is what it's called. You're supposed to learn about video production and podcasting and all, you know, like yeah, sure. new media. Yeah. Um, and uh, so I submitted our little application and they were like, nope. 
<laughs> you just don't know the right guy. I, I know a guy who went to a Rhode Island School of Design, and uh, ever since then, every summer, he gets some young co-ed to come spend the summer with him at his art studio. <laughs> and, uh, um it's questionable really the, yeah the relationships it's questionable yeah well i'm it sounds a little bit i funny. think you guys sound a lot more legit than he does yeah <laughs> less predatory well either way maybe, maybe if i make friends with some uh professor you know uh we might have an in i don't know it's all about who you know so how did you guys how did you guys end up uh, making a show uh, about remodeling your life and uh... Well um th- that's an interesting story. We um Eric um who's not here, you'll notice I put up cutout Eric if you can see the video. Um <laughs> and that's what I do when he's not here. I put up cutout Eric. Uh <laughs> Nice. <laughs> um <laughs> we we're going to steal that idea. That's uh, yeah, that's that and 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 tonight I'm definitely humiliating him because usually it's a work thing and tonight he just goes oh shit it's Thursday I'm not gonna be there and I'm like all right man okay. <laughs> <laughs> um but we've we've known each other since we were like teenagers since we were like 15 <clears throat> oh, wow um and uh we worked at a scout camp together. And then um, fast forward a number of years, um, Eric is an audio engineer. That's one of the many jobs that he does. Uh, so he um, got contacted by this internet radio station. And one of the things he wanted, oh. if he was going to help them out with that, was to uh, to have a show of his own. Um, and it just so happened he uh, he had written a book called Man Tools. And it was a, it was actually a guide for single moms raising boys, which, uh, of course can oh, be wow. quite a challenge. Um, and that's the way he grew yeah. up. He was raised by a single mom, but saw, um, kind of the, you know, I guess shortcomings that, uh, that come from that, that, you know, things that he had to overcome. Um, I'm writing, I'm writing down the name of this book. I'm going to send it to my sister. Oh, well and it, don't because what ended up happening was <laughs> he, he, he couldn't get it. This was back before hey, you could don't, really don't self. Worry about that as well. Yeah. Th- this was back before you could really self-publish, and um, so he was right, looking for right. a publisher, and um, and eventually uh, the laptop that that was storing it uh, died, so it no longer exists. We've we've talked about like trying to reconstruct it, um, uh-huh. but that would yeah, be a monumental task. World, man. I mean, like, what if what if what if what if like nobody had brought Jordan to that tryout at one time? <laughs> You know, yeah. the NBA would be less. Yeah, I think the yeah. The world is less because that laptop is dead. That's true. That's true. Um, but uh, so, so he because he couldn't get the book published, he decided to name the show that he did on the internet radio station uh, after the book, and um, sure. then kind of podcasting became the new thing. Um, and we were a little bit mm-hmm. behind the curve there. The uh, the radio station reformatted to Christian and told us where we could go, and <laughs> so we went independent and we you know we're doing the show on our own. Somewhere where the rest of the sinners. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They were, I think the words they used were uh, "you don't fit into our ministry." <laughs> oh, because you don't need people to be healthy and learn how to cope with life. Yeah, that's I think right. I had a girlfriend tell me that once. <laughs> It was like, uh, you know, Jesus never said fuck, I guess. So that that's a problem. <laughs> that's fair. <laughs> good point. Good point. 
I think he I think he told those those money yeah. changers to fuck off. I yeah, you're right. You know, money. yeah. Yeah. I think <laughs> yeah. so. Yeah. What's Hebrew for that anyway? <laughs> I'm not sure. Me either. I'll ask my wife. Maybe she'll <laughs> So yeah, that's that's kind of uh the short version of uh of how we got started. Um That's cool. Yeah. And as, so has it sort of evolved over time as you've kind of been go, going? There? Yeah, yeah. Because uh, really the, the the big mistake that we made um, was we sh- we should have been doing like the the podcast even when we were on the internet radio. Uh, I think, you know, looking back, that would have been – because even, even when we were on the internet radio, <laughs> I would say, oh, I do an internet radio show and people would be like, oh, is that like a podcast? <laughs> No, it was like no it's like a podcast but if you don't listen at the exact time that we're on you don't see the show or hear the show so <laughs> that's a big ask yeah. you know we, we live in a world where you can uh, uh you know consume your media at your yeah. leisure you know yep um and and we 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 made the mistake of then when we got kind of shit can there um we it, I want to say it was like two years before we got our shit together and did, you know, the show as a podcast on our own. And of course, by then it was like, well, video is the thing. So let's do video and we yeah. can still have a live show. We'll live stream it. Um, and if people want to watch live, that's great. Um, and then if they don't, they can catch it on demand wherever, you know, YouTube or on the podcast platforms of their choice. So that's great. That's great. <clears throat> yeah, so we're we're pretty new in this journey. You know, we really just kind of kicked off the podcast in March. Okay. Um was doing really great for a couple of months with an episode every week and then man, I just flared out. I was <laughs> turns out turns out producing a podcast is actually a little bit of work. That is true. <laughs> so <laughs> At some point, I backed it off, and now we're doing just twice a month, which is a much more reasonable schedule for me right now. I mean, we, you know, we both have full time jobs. Right. This is not this is not our day job. Um, yeah. And uh, note for the viewers at home, uh, uh, Enoch does it all. Okay. Uh, yeah. Okay, I yeah. simply show up sometimes, and you know, <laughs> try to look pretty. I'm the talent. That's all. <laughs> He's the talent, if you could call him. So, if you want to call him. So you're his Eric. You need you need to cut out Sosh. I do totally. (laughs) I yeah. I I heard that and I was actually jotting that a note down. Cut out Sosh. That's what I said. (laughs) Actually, most of our guests on the show, I ask them if they want to replace him. (laughs) Um, (laughs) I beg them to too. I mean, this is a lot. This is a lot. I'm not. I'm really not dependable. I think we're still sort of finding our voice and uh, and and figuring out where where we want to go with this thing. You know, I uh, it, it started out really just sort of a, a a almost like a pathetic cry and lament about a, a about how big a fuck up messes we were. Yeah, just <laughs> and, I, more or less just so that we could kind of like I don't know uh, cry on each other's shoulders. And, yeah, yeah, it gave us an excuse an to get space. together and uh, and piss and moan and. Uh, <laughs> And, it, and and from there it it has sort of evolved. Like the, the vision I see is is this sort of a uh, the bros search for meaning. Okay. You know, the, the looking looking for meaning and purpose in life, and and trying to get inspiring stories. And again, like we said, trying to gather sort of a toolbox 
to get uh, both us and uh, other men there, you know, while being vulnerable and sharing the ups and downs along the way, which has been nice. Right. And and hearing some really awesome stories. I mean, like Frank, Frank King, we interviewed uh, the, the suicide comic. Oh, man. That dude was it was it was almost like Mason guy. Yeah, it was like sitting in the ring with Ali if you were pretty decent at boxing, you know, and just like watching the dude just work mentally. You're going, this guy is amazingly sharp. Oh, it was a great interview. Like I felt we felt like we were great interviewers and I listened back to it. I'm like, we didn't say a fucking word. That guy <laughs> exactly. just talked for an hour. <laughs> well, I mean, I, I think that's probably the best uh the best type of interview is when uh you don't have to ask a lot of questions. It just kind of draws out, you know? Yeah. Just get them rolling. <laughs> no kidding. Uh, and it was funny. I said, I was just thinking to myself, cause I said, it's, it's been fun. Uh, this whole being vulnerable thing, but uh, it's not always, I mean, we've, we've had a couple episodes that we had to like talk afterwards. Like, are we going to release this? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> this is not us. This is not us at our best. Like it sounds we sound kind of off. See, we we uh, we backed ourselves into the corner of uh, yeah, this live streams every week. <laughs> yeah, baby. <laughs> Ooh, yeah, yeah. That's a hard. That's a hard out. As we like to say in the business. <laughs> so, have you guys always been an interview show, or did that sort of evolve with time? Uh, it well, it kind of depends. Um, <clears throat> we have had some episodes where it's just me talking to the internet. Uh, which those, those would be the ones where, uh, you know, uh, I look back and if it was something that I could just not release, I would, but again, it's, it's a live show. So, and we do have a pretty dedicated little audience that shows up for the live stream. So, uh, you know, keep the schedule. Yeah. Yeah. We, we appreciate them. And, uh, you know, I just kind of, I feel bad for them when it's that type of show where it's just like, all right, I guess I'll talk about what's pissing me off for an hour i don't know <laughs> are you serious i would love it if i could do that every <laughs> time if i could just Eat get rid of yeah like enix shut up here i'm about to read like two chapters of the lord of the rings or something and you and you all are going to love this you're gonna make love to your wives <laughs> but yeah so like we um and and you know we we um we typically touch on like some news or current event stories. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Sometimes some sports we're, we're picky about sports though. We don't cover like mainstream, like you'll never hear us talking about an NFL game. Um, what, what's your go-to sport? We, uh, Eric loves hockey. So sometimes we'll get on that. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm a huge fan of strength sports. So like when world's strongest man happens, okay. we'll cover that. Uh, yeah, that's fun. Uh, so, and then, and then kind of the more obscure, weird, like last week we talked about uh, this version of soccer where everyone's in those uh, those huge balls that you can like climb inside of. I don't know if you've seen that. And then a bull gets let out yeah. and just fucking kicks them around. <laughs> I was like, this is amazing. How do you decide who won? I don't know. I don't even know what the sides are, but it's, it's, it's epic. I mean, it's, it sounds like everybody wins. Really. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Concussions all around. There you go. <laughs> In fuego. That's awesome. And then, uh, yeah, so, you know, kind of another weekly stable as we do, we do the week in his story. 
uh, where we'll, you know, cover some nice. historical events that happened, uh, you know, in the same week in past years. So yeah, that's, that's kind of a fun one. Nice. So uh, what, like men in, men in history or? Well, uh, no, it's, it's, um, I don't know, like tonight I had lined up in case you guys didn't show up. Cause sometimes we run into that. Um, <laughs> well, <fair enough>. <laughs> posers. <laughs> That was totally uh, not off the table, if you knew. Yeah, that. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, like tonight, um, I had I had queued up. Uh, I guess uh, today, the the uh, armistice for World War One was signed by the German leadership. Um, hmm. Some train in Shanghai set a speed record in two thousand three, which I guess is pretty cool. Um, and pretty so cool. we'll just kind of do you know cool stuff like that. Um, like seriously, when are we gonna get some decent high speed rail in this country? When do you think? Well Yeah, I mean, come on. How hard is it? It's a magnet. <laughs> it's just a friggin' magnet. We got what you got, need is a monorail. Well uh, as I, I mean, dude's like li- leaving Tulsa's and Tesla's in space. I, I uh okay, and we can't get a monorail. I used to live in uh I used to live in Germany and I would get asked that a okay. lot by Germans, like because I would always marvel at their rail system. But yeah. when you look at a map, then when you get the uh, <laughs> monorail in the uh, United States, you know they only they don't do what you expect. They only that is do a, what you in that. It was that supposed to be a German <laughs> accent? Like what the fuck was that? Literally, I, I married a German. What? What do you want? <laughs> <laughs> okay. What? Right. But I, I think I think we're just geographically too big. For a national yeah. monorail system or, or train system, yes. that's sure. worth yeah. a shit. Until, well, I'm in, I'm in Texas. Every year I keep hearing the movement to get a rail between uh, like Dallas and Houston. Um, and hope, hopefully they finally do it. It would be pretty sweet to be able to you know zip down to Houston in an hour. Well, supposedly um, Elon Musk – I'm in Colorado. So Elon Musk is talking about uh, doing his – one of his tests, I guess – uh, tracks for his high speed rail that's supposed to go from where I am in Colorado Springs or maybe even to further mm-hmm. south Pueblo up to Denver, which is like about a two hour drive, mm-hmm. and it's supposed to like cut it down to 30 minutes. Wow. It, well, so I'm like, yeah, do that. <laughs> yeah. <right. laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just go ahead. I'm Just on board. Do it. Go ahead. Yeah. Yeah. Come on. You got the cash. <laughs> Uh, oh, that, that's cool. Like, uh, we don't. Uh, that is one thing. We are not. Uh, we are not terribly structured. Like, we have certain questions we're going to tend to get around to on our show. Um, sort of like, you know, what does it mean to be a man? You know, where? You know, ha- when did you first feel like a, a a grown man? Sort of books that you're reading. That that sort of thing. Yeah, we do don't have a, a burned a specific, out. Yeah. We don't, but we don't have a specific structure. We also we we do a lot of interviews. We also do just the two of us on the mic. Right. Uh, mainly when we have an interesting idea to talk about, or if one of us is just falling apart, usually me. Um, but, uh, yeah, so like last, uh, a couple weeks ago, we sat down and talked about is how important is it to have sort of a, uh, an ethical framework to your life? I, I, I'd been reading about stoic philosophy and we're just sort of blown away with the idea that, Oh yeah. You know, ever since I was a kid, I have not lived with like, okay, here are these rules that I'm going to live by and, and like holding myself accountable to them. And, and just, uh, was sort of struck by this, you know, outside of, uh, you know, don't be a dick. You know, I didn't have much of like a strong moral code. Um, 
And uh, I, I found the idea fascinating and maybe something that I was missing and maybe some other people were too. So we spent like a, you know, 45 minutes or so just talking about that and batting it around as well as getting regularly distracted because that's sort of on brand for us. Right. <laughs> Definitely. We don't edit that out either. We live it on, warts and all. Well, that's that's, that's interesting. We're, we're getting ready to start something. Um, we, uh, we have a presence on a... Uh, a site where you can pay for extra content called locals. Um, and one of the things we're going to be doing only fans. do I, <laughs> only is it fans. just the two of you like oiling each other? Yeah, usually, day. usually, Sorry. but we're, um, we're, we're, like webcam we're doing a rare serious thing. We're going to do a series where we talk about the Jefferson Bible. Um, I don't know huh. if you're familiar with that, but Thomas Jefferson, uh -uh. Thomas Jefferson was a deist. So he basically believed that God, exists but he created the universe kind of spun it into motion and then he's a passive observer he doesn't I've heard intervene of this, but i've never yeah. read it yeah yeah it took, um, took a step back yeah yep. so he he saw the bible like every like back then i think everybody you know that was back when it was still illegal not to go to church um right. and he was like you know this jesus guy if you get rid of all this mysticism and miracles and shit it's full of his life is full of good moral examples. Um, yeah. so he basically edited the gospels removed like the virgin birth and you know, the resurrection and kind of all the mystical, you know, uh, God's yeah. my dad stuff. Um, and just lays out like his life as a, a moral example as opposed to, um, you know, you need to believe this about the universe and you know, <laughs> that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, so we're going to be talking about that, which should be interesting because Eric's an atheist. I'm a Christian. Um, mm -hmm. So Eric's not really an atheist, by the way. <laughs> I, don't, I don't, I just don't buy it. Like every time I've ever talked to somebody, I'm like, yeah, but come on. Like it takes like so much energy almost to like a, a point of, I refuse to see anything like that. Like, um, Agnostic? Okay, I get that. Well, just true It's great. It's great that you're going to attack the philosophy. <laughs> well, uh, you know, sharing, while he's not here. Yeah, <laughs> I, may, I may or may not share share names with this guy. So I I know a king when I hear one. And I can uh, uh, I can always win an argument with somebody who's not in the room. <laughs> we, we can smell our own. But, uh, jump back on this thing. I'm gonna be like, come on, Eric. This is so. Come on. You're agnostic. <laughs> <laughs> well, and it, <laughs> he's he's pretty sure of himself. I'll put it that way. <laughs> so that that sounds that that that's a like that's that's sort of us. We're like nerdy guys. We we get we like to nerd out on philosophy and old books a, a good bit. And uh, man, that, that's that's my jam. I love that stuff. You know, I uh, I grew up. Southern Baptist and uh, sort of fell out of uh, of that faith at a very young age, uh, essentially when I got to college and discovered, you know, somewhere outside of my little small East Texas town, discovered this whole world of religious faith and people who believe things that were no less valid than everything I grew up believing, you know, <laughs> and all of a sudden the idea that just because some poor kid, you know, was born in Calcutta, like that they would go to hell just really didn't seem all that. Yeah. Right yeah. To me. <laughs> uh, 
Um, it's one of those sort of the scales fell off. And, and then I just, I sort of set it all aside, you know, and after that point I was influenced by Buddhism, as you can tell by the name of our podcast. Right. Um, I, I felt I was very heavily influenced by Taoism and other Eastern philosophy, uh, but never really latched on to anything and never really like worked my way into any sort of faith, uh, group. Um, it's something, you know, now that I have my own kids, it's something I worry and think a lot about, you know, we've done a lot of church shopping. My wife, my wife is Jewish. So, you know, and, but not a very religious Jew. Okay. So, but, but, you know, I, I I'm like, okay, our kids need some sort of, you know, we got to get them in some sort of moral school right. kind of yeah, thing. You, you, God knows we're not teaching them. I was like, don't raise them in a moral vacuum because then that's what a uh, Scientologist yeah, yeah, they're gonna be. We're raising them to be good Scientologists. <laughs> yeah, but so we, but we bounced around several different churches. We went to a couple of different synagogues. Uh, we have finally found our way into the the Unitarian Church, which I really, really like. Like I, I walked in the first time, I thought, "Oh my God, these are my people." No, it's it's NPR on Sunday. <laughs> 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 it's like it's real. like we don't believe in a whole lot, but we believe in it very sincerely. <laughs> being nice. Let's all be nice. Talk about sweaty balls. And... Let's be nice to each other. Yeah. And, you know. I'm, I only, I'm only a I'm only a fraction, <laughs> a little bit more hardcore in that. Uh, I was raised uh, Methodist or reared, if you use the correct term, Methodist, and uh, I'm now I'm married an Episcopal, which means I'm Episcopal. <laughs> I don't know. I I actually uh, tell you the truth. It's funny because in in the podcast we talk about uh, you know spirituality and all that. Um, my real spiritual awakening came when I went and got sober and started actually having like a prayer life and and reading a lot of texts and stuff. Before then, it had always been an intellectual kind of um, game or or hobby. But to actually, um, it required uh, to forgive, you know, God, I had to forgive myself and then actually reach out to a power higher than myself. And that's that's when I felt like, you know, a touch something there. No idea Sosh. what it is. So that's so interesting. You've never really talked because I know you struggled with the uh, with the the higher power aspect of the steps. Yeah. Um, yeah. Initially, then it was kind of like, you know, that whole time I was sitting there going, man, I was just so angry at mm. God, you know, and all this stuff. And I was like, yeah, what? And then finally it's like, I don't know, it was, it was two or three meetings or two, somebody just trying to hear the similarities, mm. listen for the similarities. And some just got through and it was just like, oh my God, God was created with love, with everything I need right here, like that top, when Glenn talked about top. Um, everything I need's right here and, and then nothing but love is, is, has gone into this. Life's pain, suffering, but... Yeah, that that damn poem about the the you know footsteps in the sand was true. Motherfucker was hearing me. It was what? Damn. Mm -mm -mm. I'm tearing up a little. Yeah, it's is it it's Trevor? Is that yeah, yeah. Okay, Trevor. Trevor. Gotta say it with the South African accent. (laughs) Have I? Uh, Because it's Trevor Noah. (laughs) Oh, sorry. Yeah, sure. But you're blick. He's a daywalker. I was I was actually Trevor. I was thinking of another another book you guys might find interesting in that sort of exploration of the story of Jesus. I, I uh, the past couple of years I read a book 
called How Jesus Became Christian. It's sort of an obscure book I found on an old professor's uh, bookshelf. Norb. Uh, Norb, of course. As a shout out, baby. Uh, it, but the idea was about how, you know, Jesus was a, a Jewish man right. living in a Jewish community and had very, a lot of ideas that were very, very Jewish. And so, and when Paul got a hold of that message and sort of tweaked it for the Gentiles, it became a very different message, you know, and it became less about, you know, Jesus, the man, it became about the Christ, right. which is sort of a completely different <clears throat> figure. Than, than Jesus the man was. Um, anyway, it was just, the guy. The, the writer's a little hard on on Paul, uh, but, <laughs> but it's a really fascinating look and something I had not really thought much about as somebody who grew up, you know, with the the blue eyed blonde haired Jesus. Right. <laughs> well, right. It's interesting if if you look at the history, the Romans treated the Christians as a Jewish cult. Yeah. Like they didn't think of them yeah. as something separate. It was like, no, there's Jews that are crazy. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, and, you know, in that time, there were all of these sort of mystery cults springing up all over the Mediterranean right. uh, that were that sort of followed a lot of the same. Not mo- I don't, don't want to say they were the, it was an exact same pattern, but there was a somewhat model of a personal relationship with a mysterious God um, that, that sort of that that sort of fit in with that model of, of early Christianity. It was very it, it put in a historical context. Well, the really really fascinating. The uh, the parallels between early Christianity or even modern Christianity and the ISIS cult. Um, you know, hmm. you look at the story of ISIS. It's you could almost replace Jesus with ISIS, and maybe that's where they came up with the name. If you don't believe he existed, you know what I mean. Um, yeah, and uh, you know the virgin birth and all of that stuff was kind of in yeah, there. That, that story is like really, really common yeah. uh, in, in coming out of a lot of like cults around the Mediterranean in that period of time. It's, it's just fascinating. Yeah. 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 That's our jam. We dig that. Yeah. 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 I, I'm really looking forward to the, the Jefferson Bible thing. Um, that sounds cool. Cause I, uh, I only have like a passing, um, familiarity with it. I've never read it and I'm planning on not reading it until we start doing the episodes. Um, nice. Eric, I guess read it That's many years ago. And so we'll see what he remembers, but, uh, you know, I think it'll be a lot of, uh, a lot of fun. And if that's the right word, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Hey, was Eric, did Eric study world world religions and uh, philosophy and stuff like that? that I presume like- that he did because he has uh, he has an associate's degree. Um, and I know, yeah. like when I went to college, that's you know that was I was going for an IT degree, and religions of the world was a required class. So, <laughs> yeah, that's what I, I'm, I'm thinking. Like again, kind of hearing some some similarities there, just taking a little different path, but. Uh, there's really there's so many cool ideas out there just to kind of uh the other day we were in a, a meeting and uh one of the guys brought in um uh spinoza hmm. and none of these dudes have ever wrote uh, read any philosophy you know outside of i mean like they mentioned descartes and the, the guy had no idea that you know anything that descartes said and um and, it's, and they're talking about spinoza and the, the ethics that just come out of common essentially what I was just called common sense ethics, you know, and then the existence mm-hmm. of God be 
beyond uh, or you know this patriarchal figure and stuff and um it was really cool for him because he he was one of those guys who had like a big time problem with um you know church because he's gay and been told he's you know a sinner and going to burn in hell and everything spinoza or the guy in the meeting the guy in the meeting (laughs) oh okay and so you know he's picking up on the spinoza and, and like man this is exactly you know this is this is how i picture god this is my god you know blah 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 i'm like it's pretty cool and some of the other guys in the the group who are who are very Christian and um, were kind of like sitting there thinking about or talking about some of the things he had said and they're like, I wonder if he would be like C.S. Lewis and and re, you know kind of repent at the end of life and realize he wasn't an atheist. And I was like, Oh, hold on, hold on. Okay. Spinoza was in no way an atheist at mm-hmm. all. He was just giving a different uh, take on God in. You know, think about 17th century, you know, Christian Christianity, those churches, burning people alive, Inquisition, you know, things like going on or right around the corner. Or yeah, that was a good old right. Yeah. So, MAGA. Uh, <laughs> you know, so it's, it's kind of like you, you got to cut these things in context, guys. And, uh, <laughs> and it, the, the whole point of this, because I rambled like crazy, was that somebody had said something about uh, not. Like he didn't like how Spinoza didn't want to. He thought praying was weak, or he thought something or another. And I was like, I'm. The thing about reading all these different guys was, you know, the next one came about 50 years after, you know, the first. It was always on the the shoulders of the giants that came before him. And Mm -hmm. I guarantee you, if you sat, you know, Nietzsche, Spinoza, Descartes, Socrates, Plato in in a circle and, and brought them up to to speed. There'd be a lot of different takes that they themselves would would have, because they that thought had never you know come across their yet, and give them a completely different way to look at the exact same thing they've been looking at the whole time. And uh, I don't know that always just kind of gives me kind of an intellectual boner to think about you know those guys just sitting around going, "Whoa, man, was I wrong about this one?" Man, yeah. I want to get on that circle yeah. jerk. <laughs> yeah, it's a good, good circle jerk. <laughs> and fuego! <laughs> I'm sure we could change a couple minds in there, too. Yeah. The man is the root of all evil. <laughs> Just look at Soch. <laughs> I, I could see Plato looking over like, who let these guys? <laughs> Yeah, I thought uh, I thought I, I told y'all if you were truly educated, you'd make the right choice. I was wrong. <laughs> well, all right, all right, all right. Good times. <laughs> so uh, yeah, I got that one for me, which is, uh, which is nice. Yeah, we're we're uh, we're looking at uh, possibly coming out with a line of merch i was kind of surprised uh inspired by this are you familiar with uh lysander spooner no 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 dude uh lived in the late 1800s early 1900s um he's kind of a (laughs) a bit of a rebel rouser almost had kind of a similar mentality to a lot of the founding fathers but like a hundred years too late um Mm -hmm. uh for one example, I guess he, he lived in Massachusetts and under the law at the time, 
uh, if you were college educated, you could apprentice under a lawyer for three years and then you could be licensed to practice law. That's the way it worked. Uh, yeah, it was sort of like medicine. Yeah. Yeah. But <laughs> if you weren't college educated, you had to spend five years apprenticing. Well, he wasn't college educated, spent his three years and started an illegal law practice and started representing nice. people in court <laughs> and was just like, fuck you. I'm a, I'm just as qualified as any of these other assholes that are showing up with a three-year apprenticeship. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. <laughs> but we're we're I, I'm I'm thinking about doing a line of merch of uh thug thinkers and uh, <laughs> nice. I love it. I'm gonna do for sure him. I think Thomas Jefferson will be in there. Um maybe I'll look more into Spinoza and put him in there. I don't know. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> that is, that's pretty cool. I I was Jefferson was always by are my uh, most favorite president. And then I saw Hamilton and I fell completely out of love with him. <laughs> <laughs> Looks like such a dick in Hamilton. Oh, like, Hamilton was <laughs> Hamilton was the absolute worst founding father. Don't 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 buy the hype. <laughs> right? Okay. You know, and so, I bought the you know, bought the, we need our, I, our musical. I bought the book after after I saw the show that I'm like, yeah, I'm going to read this book and really learn about him. And it's been sitting on my shelf for a fucking year. He was horrible. Like <laughs> really good book. when uh, when when he was the secretary of the Treasury, <clears throat> um, one of the first things he did was put all the, the former colonies in debt to the federal government. He was like, now you owe us money for your independence. <laughs> Clever. And they're like, we've we fought for it. He's like, cool. You owe us money for your independence. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I mean, the guy knew what he was doing. Yeah. 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 (laughs) It's a little uh, shady, but you know, (laughs) ah, the music was really good. Yeah. (laughs) It's, it's nicer to think of him as a Puerto Rican who can rap. My kids are very young and like just dug that whole show. Yeah. Like just got into the whole damn thing. It was great. Well, if, if, Dude, uh, if the best thing is, go ahead. So I was going to say the best thing is when my, my youngest son sits there and goes, and when your mom says, come again, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they always pick up the good lines. <clears throat> and Hey, if that, if that gets kids into like history, cool. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, oh, so do you have kids your own? I do. I have uh, a 14 year old girl and a 10 year old girl. Oh, nice. Yeah. Right, so I've got a 11 year old girl, nine year old son and a, a seven year old girl. Actually got it. My son just turned 10 last week, but uh, and then my youngest is seven. Yeah. That's uh. yep. That's, that's the challenge. Year old boy <laughs> and 10 year old boy. Oh, Oh, he's, he's uh, I, I see uh, some matchmaking going on here. He's, <laughs> Yeah. It's I'm sorry. Fourteen year old man. Man child. <laughs> he, is, he is a man child. The kid's getting lippy. Like uh, you know, he's like he's trying to call me by my first name now and uh just ask me to challenge him. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, Come on, old man. Deadlifts more than I do. He's like, what are you gonna do? I can take you. <laughs> it sucks. Yeah, I mean you can bench more than me. I'm like, Yeah, okay. All right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> He's all Roy. He's all Roy raged out on in the side over there. Like, oh, yeah, he's a cool kid. Those, those are awesome. those are my godsons. Those two boys, they're good boys. 
Yeah. And, and Enix kids are so sweet. Just so sweet. And they're like little impish awesomenesses just running around with like glints of terror in their evil in their <laughs> eyes. It's awesome. Oh, well, I tell you what, it was my son's birthday last week, and it was so nice to see him around a pack of boys. Oh, yeah. At this party. Um, like he's just, he's got two sisters. There's always girl packs of girls over at the house. <laughs> I'm just like, Oh buddy, you need to get around some boys. It's rough. We've got them in scouts, you know, and it, it, it helps. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Cause you won't get molested there. <clears throat> yeah, I dude, they are very, very serious about, uh, protecting the kids these days. Like they're, you know, every I year. Bet. <laughs> for good reason. For good reason. They've paid millions of dollars, so they're very. <laughs> their, their lawyers have drafted a very clear plan to try to make sure this doesn't happen again. Right. The Catholic Church could learn a thing or two from, actually. Well, they just they just yeah, move people. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you got caught. Cool. Well, You're going here. Well, and it was not quite that bad with the uh, with the Boy Scouts, but it's a very uh, it's a not a centralized organization. So yeah, <laughs> these you know dirtbag guys would get canned from being the the leader of some Cub Scout group, and they'd move over two towns over and say, "Hey, I want to lead a Cub Scout trip." Yeah, <laughs> like, oh, gee, come on, you seem nice. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but yeah, I mean they've got all these rules like you you know kids aren't allowed to be alone with one adult right. and all this stuff, which I think is. <clears throat> It's good. Now, now, see, are is your son's troop? Is it uh, is it one of these new integrated troops, or is it uh, all boys? So interesting question. So all of the troops around here are either all boys or all girls. Okay. So, and my my oldest daughter was in Girl Scouts for a year or so, and just it, it was kind of lame. Yeah. You know, she just didn't like it. The stuff they were working on was not that interesting, and. So she actually joined a Boy Scout, a Scout troop, and it's you know a pack of girls her age and a little bit older, um, and has been in that for the past year, and that's been great. Like she loves a lot. Like she's doing a lot of camping, uh, learning you know how to build fires and how to set up a camp and and do all this kind of right. stuff, which she's really enjoyed. Um, there's a lot of, it's pretty funny because it, when you get to Boy Scouts or Scouts, like it's it's supposed to be kid led. So the uh, so the older girls are leading the younger girls, of which she's in the younger part of the troop, and uh, yeah, there's a lot of like uh, uh, a lot of bitchiness going on. It's, uh, <laughs> personalities learn to work with each other. <laughs> well, that when uh, when the Boy Scouts first integrated, um, that was kind of our main worry. You know, mm -hmm. me and Eric having grown up in Scouts, um, mm -hmm. it was like, all right. Um, I think that's and kind of from day one we said I think that's okay as long as you have troops of girls and troops of boys. Um, I think to just have a troop where it's mixed. Number one, <clears throat> our thing was um, part of what we dug about it was it was a chance to just be dudes with other dudes, and if you're taking that away by adding girls. It's like, okay, I, the reason I wanted to go on the camping trip is so that I can just fart when I feel like farting, <laughs> you know, that You're sort right. of thing. Yeah. <laughs> well, it changes the whole dynamic. I think there's something to be said for having like those spaces right. where it's just boys or, and for the girls yeah. too, it's important for them to have space where it's just girls. Like they're not worried about impressing a boy or being intimidated by a boy, you know, they can express themselves and do their own thing. I think it's great. Yeah.
It's been it's been good so far. And now my youngest one, my my seven year old, is making noise. She wants to join a troop too. So we're looking <laughs> for another. We're like a whole scouting family at this point. <laughs> so do you do you know you is the Cub trans- Scouts integrated as well? Transphobic. Yeah, the Cub Scouts as okay. well. Okay. It's uh, and I tell you, one of the coolest things is. It is sort of a self-selecting group, or I've found, at least the, the the families that I've been involved with it, it sort of self-selects for people who want to spend that much time doing activities with their kids just tend to be pretty decent folks right. and pretty cool to hang around. So it, it's been a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah. A lot of fun. A lot of, lot, of good, lot of good dads I've gotten to meet along the way, too. That's awesome. This is the That's first awesome. I've heard about this. Really? I don't talk about it with you. I know. <laughs> and I can see why now. Bunch of transphobic... Not gentle, <laughs> gentle, nice guys. <laughs> hey, shut up. We all just we we all put on our MAGA hats and talk about how we hate anybody who doesn't look like us around the fire. And that's okay. In Fuego. Yeah. Uh, yeah, for for the for these brand new viewers, that is the uh, opposite of what Enoch is. <laughs> the exact opposite. <laughs> He's just trying to get me back because uh, he uh, was going on about Jordan Peterson a couple of weeks ago, and I just started Jordan. repeating over and over. So she's a transphobe. So she's a transphobe. <laughs> but did you clean your room? <laughs> right. right. Uh, I love me some Jordy P. Oh, man. He's got I used to love me some Jordy P. Boner. It's hilarious. I do. I used to have a big old uh, uh, Rogan boner too, and then the guy just will not back away from like just being—I don't know—it's like confrontational politics, whatever the hell that is. It's just like stupid for the state, the sake of, by God, this is the way. <laughs> That's his brand, you know. <laughs> it's true. It's true. But I'm just sitting there going, damn it. We had a, a when we were first starting this podcast, or we had a we had a run where where he kept saying like we're gonna be the next Rogan. I'm like, fuck, I don't want to be the next Rogan. He's kind of an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'll take his money, sure, but <laughs> we should I name him. All, yeah, I was just always so uh, enamored by the fact of how low I used to think of him, and then I listened to his show, and I was like. Wow, who knew this guy was like, I you know, he does. Yeah, I mean, cool. it's true. He could have some really thoughtful, long form conversations. And at, at those type of podcasts is what got me interested in this medium is, you know, yeah. like, like we've been talking for just over 50 minutes here. Like if you think about any other media out there, there's just not a con- there's nobody who sits down and has a conversation like this. No. And so, yeah, you look at guys like him, like Sam Harris. Like people who get, sit down and chat for an hour or three hours or whatever, I just think that's so cool, and that's what I really dig about podcasting. Yeah, and it you know podcasting now is is overtaking kind of the traditional media because um, <clears throat> not that any of us would ever go on like a TV talk show, but if we did, it would be like they talk for maybe ten minutes, and then it's like all right, now a commercial break. They talk and then, to us for ten minutes and say that we don't we don't fit in with their spiritual picture. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like it's like every ten minutes they need and I mean, it, granted, yeah. you run into that a little bit with podcasts. They run ads as well, sure. but sure. you can uh, typically skip them because they're not baked into the audio. <laughs> Speaking of, let's take a break for our sponsors. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Next up is Gentle Dude. Let me tell you about Exo Auto Works. Try the Gentle Dude. 
Hey, well, Jim, have you, dude, have you tried the slot box? Do you need to measure your dick size next to your best friends? Try the slot box for volume displacement dick measurement. Um, Completely hetero way to compare. <laughs> I, uh, now it's non-transphobic form. <laughs> Damn, I'm no, but I there I think you're right that there is a real there's a real hunger for that sort of thing out there, and which I think has has been part of the sort of meteoric rise of, of podcasting is like you just don't get this anywhere else, right? Where you can just sit and listen to somebody talk for a while. Yeah, yeah, know? yeah. That's um that's definitely been something that we've been. You know, I don't know if it's a good thing, but we have episodes sometimes where it's like the other thing, too, is like there's no time slot thing. I mean, we start the live stream at 730 our time, but uh, it's not like if we feel like talking and, and, you know, it feels natural and it goes on for two hours. Great. If it's only, you know, an hour and change, that's cool, too. Yeah. I think yeah, so I think three I hours is pushing it, but <laughs> you gotta That's listen to that. That's what she said. That's what she said. Yeah, she definitely said that. <laughs> well, never in my bedroom. Um, yeah, I, we so our show is not live. So I do a lot of uh, I, I do the editing. Um, I'm I, I do everything. Did we mention that? Um, so I do the back end editing, and I I think a lot about. It. I didn't think a lot about length of show when I first started, but I've been thinking more about it because our conversations tend to run about an hour and a half is at which point we sort of pe- – hour to an hour and a half, we peter out. And right. it's like, yeah, okay, uh, I guess it's time to ride this thing down. Um, but a lot of times I'll try to edit that down to just under an hour. You know, because like, any any conversation, there's going to be end up some parts that just aren't that interesting, you right. know. And so I'm like, well, maybe I can tighten this up. And, and, and I've been thinking more about that a lot than I used to. Um, where I just like, yeah, you know, remove anything where we sounded too stupid and just send it, ship it out there. Now I'm like thinking like, maybe I can tighten this a little bit. Maybe I can get into it a little bit tighter. Sure. Space. Sure. I don't, yeah. I think if you just cut out the first, you know, 15, 20% of the, each show. That, mostly I just cut fun. out, I cut out every time you speak. <laughs> like any, <laughs> I, I back that. <laughs> hundred ten percent. I've always said that. They're like supposedly he has a co-host, but I never hear him. All, <laughs> there he is. It's cut out. All I all I hear is uh, an occasional. Yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> wow, that sounded really smart. <laughs> you're so you're so brave. And smart. If I could figure out how to overdub your voice, just complimenting me, that would be all you put on the show. <laughs> Power, the power of the pen. Yeah, that'll that'll be my uh, my next thing is to come up with an Eric soundboard, <laughs> and then when he's not around, we'll have cut out Eric. And when I, you know, when there's an awkward space, I'll just hit hit a quote. <laughs> really, you just need like a you just need a fart track, you know, where it's, it's clearly coming from him. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't put Eric. <laughs> oh goodness well um let's get into uh where folks can find you and listen to your show yeah sure 
so we are, our website is uh, at thebrodysattva.com. Uh, it's T-H-E-B-R-O-D-H-I-S-A-T-T-V-A.com. That's the problem you have when you make up a name. <laughs> <laughs> it's a little complicated. Yeah. Makes Didn't think that one through there, did you, Enoch? Um, we are also, uh, we're also located, uh, you know, in all the social spots. We're on Twitter, we're on Instagram. Uh, I'm over on Reddit a little bit as well. Uh, all of those spots, I'm at True Brody Sattva. That's T R U B R O D H I S A T T V A, Brody Sattva. Um, and uh, you can find it pretty much anywhere you, you download a podcast. You can find us Apple Podcasts, we're on Spotify, we're on all, all the places. Awesome, awesome. Well, thanks for joining us, fellas. A lot of times I'm under a bridge. Appreciate <laughs> you having under us. Under a bridge. Awesome. Hey, hey, yeah, thanks so much for having us on. This was a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, you guys are welcome back anytime. Cool, man. Well, uh, yeah, tell uh, Eric we're sorry we missed him, and uh, maybe we'll have to catch him the next time. Ah, fuck Eric. Hey, bring no. his arguments with us. All right, have a great night. All right, man, thanks. All right. Bye, guys. Oh, sure. We're doing this again, huh? <clears throat> All right. Give me a second, everybody. I'm going to throw you on the standby for just a minute. I just got to fix one little thing. There we go. All right. So that was uh, <clears throat> Enoch and Sosh from the Brody Sattva podcast of course we'll uh put a link to their website in the uh <clears throat> the description of this episode when it gets published uh <clears throat> and uh real quick of course i want to tell you all about how amazing exl autoworks is uh as always they are our best friends uh, Man Tools, of course, is brought to you by our friends at EXO Auto Works, which is Colorado Springs' home of the $40 synthetic blend oil change. And of course, EXO knows that finding the problem is the first step to getting your car right, which is why EXO Auto Works provides diagnostics. They also do fleet services, fluid services, repair services, and so much more. They work on all makes and models, including high mileage cars, and they offer a 24,000 mile two-year nationwide warranty so call exo at 719-375-3232 or go online to exoautoworks.com to book your appointment right away and uh with that we will get into the week in history and then we will wrap up and uh everyone that watches on video tell me what you think of having the little chat uh window there when we're um <clears throat> on these little website uh, screens. 
scenes, whatever they are. <clears throat> Let me know what you think. I thought it was cool, a cool idea so that you guys can just see the chat. Uh, but if you don't like it, let us know. If you do like it, let us know. If you don't care, let us know. <laughs> and uh, we'll talk about the week in his story. Hey, hey. Oh, you guys heard all that. I muted the wrong thing. <laughs> all right. Well, this week in his story. <clears throat> That's awesome. I thought I muted the microphone while I <clears throat> jumped over to grab a beer, and I did not. I muted something else that wasn't even playing. Uh, yep. Uh, this week in his story. Uh, November 11th, 1918, the uh, German leadership signs the armistice, which ended World War One. There you see uh, an image of some of the fellows involved. Uh, November 12th, 2003, the uh, Shanghai Transrapid, <clears throat> excuse me, sets a new world speed record uh, running at about 311 miles per hour. That is a really fast Chinese train uh, <laughs> for commercial railway systems. Uh, November 13th, 1835, Texas officially declares their independence from Mexico and calls itself the Lone Star Republic, which of course is named after its flag. Uh, apparently it wasn't the other way around. I thought maybe they were the Lone Star Republic and then came up with the flag, but I guess not. Uh, but yeah, that's as you can see, there's an image there of the uh, Texas Declaration of Independence from Mexico. Um <clears throat> November 14th, 1968. I was surprised it was this late. 1968, Yale University announced its plan to become co-ed and allow women. That's pretty cool. Um, <clears throat> or maybe it's just co-ed. Maybe I'm reading too much into that. Maybe the, the men and women went to different classes. And uh, after this, they attended the same class. I don't know. Um, November 15th, 1777, the Articles of Confederation, the precursor to the uh, Constitution in the United States, uh, are adopted by Congress. This was this is interesting because, um, of course, looking back on history, it becomes kind of compressed, and uh, so it seems when you're looking back and talking about this stuff that uh, <clears throat> it was like, Oh, they fought this war and then they were done and they had a country new. No. <laughs> of course, 1777 would be right out right at the conclusion of the, of the revolutionary war. But it wasn't until uh, like 20 years later that they came up with the constitution and decided the articles of confederation weren't cutting it. 
you know, and that's really the country that we think of. Uh, in fact, there were presidents under the Articles of Confederation that like don't count before George Washington. So <laughs> that's uh dig into that if you want to have your mind blown a little bit if you uh if you've never heard that before. Um let's see here. Uh November 16th, 1992, Eric Laws uh using a metal detector to search for a friend's hammer near Hoxney, Suffolk, England discovered what was later known as the Hoxney hoard, a large hoard of, well, at that time, the largest hoard of Roman silver and gold ever found in Britain. And there you can see a little bit of it, some coins and some, uh, some jewelry and stuff. Pretty rad. Just looking for his buddy's hammer and found that. <laughs> uh, November uh, 17th, 1913. The first ship sails through the brand new Panama Canal, uh, which revolutionized uh, travel and commerce throughout the world. Because before that, uh, the only way to get like from the east coast of the U.S. to the west coast of the U.S. was to go all the way around South America, or you could, I guess you could go north, but they typically would go south because the weather is real shitty when you go north. Um, you had to go all the way around the tip of South America and come back up the other side. Well, this meant that you could just go down to Panama, which is kind of in the middle. Really, the, the, the if I'm not mistaken, it's the thing that separates Central America from South America. And uh, slide on over. Pretty rad. Um <clears throat> And of course, that has been the week in history, his story, which brings us to the end of our show as well. Uh, I would really like to thank our guests, uh, Sosh and Enoch from the uh, Brodhisattva, hopefully I'm pronouncing that right, podcast. Um, oh, I wanted to let you guys know, I recently appeared on uh, another show. It's called uh, Your Worst Friend Podcast. So check that out at yourworstfriend.com. The episode is called Snout Soup, and I will not give away why it's titled that. You'll just have to listen and find out. But it was a lot of fun talking to those guys. Uh, I had a blast. Um, similar to talking to Enoch and Sosh. That's what's uh, so awesome about this podcast thing is you meet a lot of cool people and get to hang out with them. Uh <clears throat> But I, of course, would like to also thank our sponsors, EXO Auto Works and Harmonic Studios. Uh, yeah, that's it, because Eric closed down the other one. <laughs> so we'll delete that. Uh, <clears throat> and I would like to thank all of you for watching or listening or however you consume our content. We really appreciate it. Of course, check us out on the web at mantoolsmedia.com. Uh, you can get to all of our socials through our link tree, which is uh, linktree slash mantoolsmedia. And uh, we'd really like it if you subscribe to the uh, the YouTube channel, which is at the top of the page on that link tree. Um, buy some merch from our Teespring shop. And of course, buy the toolbar from Crafts by Carolyn Lane. All of those links you'll see on uh, on Linktree. 
Uh, you can also support us on Locals through there. Um, <clears throat> and Locals is awesome because you'll get members-only content. Like I was talking about the Jefferson Bible thing that we're going to get into. That's a Locals thing. So if you're not a member of Locals, you won't get it. But if you do uh, support us on Locals, it only costs $3 a month. And right now, we're already in the holiday spirit. Uh, you can get a free month when you sign up using the code Xmas 21. So get on locals, uh, click the little thing to support us and, uh, get your free month. And then it's only three bucks a month after that. Uh, and we should be starting that. Uh, I'm not going to start that by myself because it really, what we want to go for is Eric and I kind of talking to each other. Uh, especially with that. Um, <clears throat> so we'll probably start that next week and, um, we're going to go through the, uh, the Jefferson Bible, um, from basically start, start to end. And, um, however many episodes that takes, we'll probably do kind of like the show somewhere between 45 minutes and an hour. And, uh, we'll, uh, we'll go through the whole thing, um, from, uh, I don't think it covers any of the old Testament. I think it's just the life of Jesus. So uh, we'll explore from the birth to the crucifixion. And then in the case of the Jefferson Bible, the burial, and that's where it ends. So uh, we're look, really looking forward to that. And we hope uh, you guys check that out. And um, of course, please like subscribe and share and rate and review on whatever platform you uh, check us out on. We would really appreciate that. And uh, hopefully we, but for sure I, will see you next week. Good night, everybody. Today with Amazon Business, Shannon Stuckey of Walburn Woodworking helped her team buy 63 circular saws. Okay, Andy, take it easy. Now she uses her time to focus on growing something big. Buy smarter, dream bigger. Visit Amazon Business, your partner for smart business buying.